0: Why my soul, cause you're teaching me how to slow down. Good morning, Riverhouse. My name is Liberty, and I'm so happy to be with you this morning. The last few weeks as a church, we've been diving into this rhythm of life, and we've been talking about six different daily practices, and all of it has had the same exact tempo, which, as we've been reminded day after day, has been to slow down. And in this time of slowing down, I've been really fixated and honestly convicted about one particular passage of scripture, and that's the story of the woman with the alabaster jar. So I'm going to read it for you this morning, and if you want to grab your Bibles, I'm going to Matthew 26, and I'm going to begin in verse 6. It says, now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask, a very expensive, costly ointment. She poured it all out on his head as he reclined at the table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me." And in pouring this ointment out on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. And I think that this passage has been so convicting for me because in this time of slowing down, it feels like it's been forced on me. It's not like I just woke up one day and was like, I think I'm going to enter a new season of slowing down. It feels like The world shut down, and then therefore, I was forced to embrace this new rhythm of slowing down. And in that, I found myself asking multiple times, am I wasting my time? Is my time being wasted? Is my life being wasted? I could be so much more useful if I was out in the world being productive. I could be so much more useful if I was accomplishing the goals that I was planning to do in the month of April. My This season could be worth so much more if everything that we had planned to do could be done. And like the disciples in this story, I find myself saying, why this waste? This feels like a waste. And yet Jesus, every time that I have that type of thought, I hear Him immediately respond with just the kindest words saying, this will not be wasted. And I hear Him saying, Would you take this time and would you pour it all out on me? Would you take your life and pour it all out on me? Would you take whatever's in your alabaster jar in this moment, whatever you have in this season, the cost that you have in this season, would you pour it all out on me and lavish it on me? And when you do that, your time will not be wasted. And I even think practically to the six daily rhythms that we've been doing as a community. And it costs something. We've, even the sacrifice that we've made in not being able to do a lot costs us something, but even the things now that we've been picking up costs us something. And it's so easy to think, oh, I'm spending too much time at the dinner table in fellowship when I could be doing something else, or I've spent too much money trying to be generous every single day, or I've spent too much of my attention remembering to drink 100 ounces of water today or whatever it may be. But Jesus, as he responds to the woman in the story, he says, it's costly, but this is a beautiful thing. And I believe that Jesus is looking down on our sacrifices and the things that we're pouring out on him. And he's saying the same thing. He's saying, this is a beautiful thing. And I feel this shift in my perspective going from, I feel like my time is being wasted to, no, this is an opportunity to waste it all on Jesus. And this story is really fascinating to me because it shows up in all four of the gospel accounts and they all have slight variations, but in the gospel of John, he actually names the woman with the alabaster flask as being Mary of Bethany. And there's a lot of scholarly debate about whether or not this was a random woman or whether or not it was Mary of Bethany. But I like to stick with John's theory and think that it was the Mary of Bethany. And the reason for that is because Mary of Bethany is the sister of Martha and Lazarus. And we know her from the famous story previously in the text to where Mary and Martha are together in the house with Jesus. They're in close proximity to Jesus. And as you probably all know, Martha it says she's distracting herself with serving. She's distracting herself with being productive. Meanwhile, Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus. She's beholding Him. She's gleaning from Him. She's learning from Him. She's being slow. And I imagine Martha in that moment looking at Mary and saying, why this waste? You're wasting your time. You could be so much more useful doing something productive. And yet what was Jesus's response to Mary? He says, Mary has chosen the good portion. Only one thing is necessary, and this thing shall not be taken from her. And I think about this time of global pandemic when almost everything has been taken from all of us. Our, many people, jobs, finances, um, things that we find significance in, our schedules, many big life events, weddings, funerals, birthdays, many things have been taken from us. And yet Jesus said that there's one thing that is necessary and it's proximity to himself. And that one thing he says will not and will never be taken from you. And luckily, our significance isn't found in any of those things that I just listed. Our significance really is found in our proximity to Jesus and in the sacrifice, pouring out everything that we have to him and unto him. And so I just want to challenge and encourage you today and in this entire season to embrace this season, even though it feels costly, even though it feels like a waste of time, even though it feels like this season could be worth so much more. Pour your lives out, pour your hearts out, pour your worries out onto Jesus, sit with Him, be slow with Him. And when we do that, He promises, your time will not be wasted. And I believe that at the end of this season, even though it feels scary and confusing and daunting, I really believe that He will look at it and say, this was a beautiful thing. You have chosen the good portion. And so bless you today. I just pray that you go in peace and just go and lavish your love upon Jesus this morning.